been on a podcast before? This is my first one. Oh. It's my first ever potty, man. And I was, um, I think when we spoke about it Monday, Tuesday, mm. whatever day it was, I was like keen. I was like, bro, let's do it. Mm. You know, I feel like um, this is like something new. Not necessarily new, but it's a great way to sort of get some ideas out mm. there other than written yeah. content mm. and whatnot. People can't feel you through a text, like through text form the same way mm. they can through you talking. Yeah. And yeah, if you can just get comfortable enough to do it, I feel like, like oh, I've said it multiple times, like people can know sort of like your energy through message, like through video. Bro, 100%. The same, you can't do it the same way through text. Bro, 100%. And I think like, especially with the, the opportunity to have like lives or you know, podcasting cameras around, bro. Like, this is our first live. That. You've really yeah. thrown a spanner in the way. <laughs> 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 no, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Yeah. So, I might um, introduce you first. Cool. Yeah, man. So, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'll introduce myself. Um, what's going on, guys? My name is Blake. Um, I am the strength camp coach. Here at Strength um, Session, here in Stafford. Um, I've been here for, I want to say like four or five weeks. I think yeah. I just started around winter time. Mm. Um, and it's been awesome here. I think uh, one of the things that I like about this place is it's a lot different to a lot of the commercial, conventional mm. gyms. Um, Different type of niche, different type of people. Yeah. So many different things to learn, um, to understand, to get better at as well. So, yeah. And you've been yeah. in a few different environments now, like a yep. few different types of gyms. So you've, yeah. So you've tried lots of different stuff, eh? Yeah, bro. A lot, a lot. I uh, I started in the industry about three years ago, three four years oh, ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my uncle actually he just purchased at that time a functional gym called PLC. Oh, right. At North Bay. What's, what's your uncle's name? Uh, Durant, DJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. DJ. Yeah. yeah, so he uh, he started over there, and during that time, I was working with my old man and my brothers. He's got a, um, just a construction company. Okay. So we were doing a lot of home builds, new builds, renos, um, townhouses, um, a lot of that stuff. And it was cool, man, like the whole purpose for that for me personally was um, to understand how to build, like to get a trade. Mm. Um, so, and I, so how long were you doing that for? I was doing that bro, out of high school, graduated 2012 up until, yeah, about three, four years ago. I have no idea how old you are. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be uh, 26 in December. All oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I'll be 26 yeah. in December same, bro. Same age bro. Yeah? Yeah. 95? 95 bro. Mm, 95 right. baby. Um, and so yeah man, like got that, that skill and that trade under my belt, um, and it was awesome. You know, not too many people can say that, probably, <laughs> yourself, yeah. say they work for like their family business or like mm. for their dad. And um, for me and my brothers, that was an awesome thing. Yeah. You know, because we got to share that love and passion yeah, our sure. dad has for the building game. Yeah. And he's been in the game for about 30 years. Yeah. Um, so, so it's just building like Renos. Bro, like Renos, everything. new builds. Um, yeah, townhouses, a little bit of commercial stuff, but um, just like the the contract stuff on the side as well, yeah. which is cool. That'll come in handy, bro, when you bro, move into your own place. That's it, man, and that's it. Like another tool to sort of 
I guess understand and get better at is, is, is the trade, any trade, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, building a house for me would be one of the more um, bigger outcomes I have for myself. Yeah. What so you want to build, build your own place? Yeah, bro, that's yeah. it. I want to, um, that's my goal for the next about two to three years, um, just to build for my wife and I, yeah. uh, which yeah, would be pretty cool. exciting, bro. When did um, you get married? I got married last year, August 26th, which is actually my wife's birthday, so it's a bit oh, of a yeah. two birds, one stone yeah. situation. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that great at remembering dates, but if, if I If you get divorced, that, you've ruined her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should say that, but yeah. I wasn't um, sure if I should say that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're worrying. You're know? yeah. a nice guy. <laughs> um, bro, so... You so really, that's all. Yeah. You really ruined her <laughs> <my> birthday, bro. <laughs> I'm like, not a divorcer. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, bro, it was crazy. Like the whole pandemic thing, um, you know, it was it was quite a quite a year to be a part of. So we actually got engaged last year as well. Then actually, what month or date we got engaged? But I know we got married on the August twenty sixth, yeah. and it was awesome, bro. You know, we up to that point been together. Oh, here we go. This would be a test, wouldn't it? I think we're five years. She's watching, bro. She will be watching this. Honey, five to six years, give me a bit of leeway. Um, <laughs> somewhere around there, bro. So, you know, it was something that I had planned for about six months. Mm. So I knew in my heart, uh, beginning of last year, mm. I wanted to um, make her my wife, bro. So yeah. mustered up the, the courage. And um, yeah, man, did the whole process, asked the parents. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a that was like that a different. Are, are our parents like real protective sort of thing? Uh so she's actually the only girl in her family. Oh, okay. so she's yeah. got yeah. <laughs> so she's got uh she's got five older brothers. Oh, I'm no. pretty sure. <laughs> Josh Jordan. Josh Jordan. Oh, that's a lot of Nate. people to impress. So so that's four older brothers and one younger brother. Yeah. Um and yeah, look, it was interesting, man. Um First sort of meeting like the family in that capacity was so yeah. different um but yeah she's uh yeah she's probably been the biggest blessing in my life easily the last say five to six years so it's yeah. crazy what someone can yeah. do when they sort of just show up yeah that's awesome dude. So, yeah man so got yeah, got good. married doing the doing the husband thing still not sure how that actually is is working out i guess i'm just going with it man <laughs> can't really plan these yeah, things yeah. Out. you, so you got some just, good husband vibes going on bro I hope so man <laughs> like I'm, again just try my best <laughs> just try my best bro just try to do what I can every day and mm. make life a bit easier bro. good beautiful yeah. you don't have kids do you? no no kids um, wife actually wanted kids like the first year we were together and I was like whoa, whoa, whoa. I just, <laughs> oh man let me give me uh, okay let's just uh, take it step by step but, take, take a breather honey yeah take, take a breather take a breather um, but you know for us we just wanted to sort of enjoy the time that we have together as a mm. couple um, and then we'll sort of get into the kids the family family situation uh, mm. sooner rather than later yeah 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 yeah, that's the plan anyways. That's the plan. It scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> bro, it's... Like, it's it's definitely a, a... It's definitely an interesting thing to sort of plan around, to be honest. Because it's not like training or like business. It's like... Like you're planning your future with your wife and your mm. kids. Like, mm. what experiences do you draw from? <laughs> other than like your, your, your parents and your mm. family, etc, etc. Um, and I felt like I always had this notion of trying to do everything right. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to do 
everything perfectly in the right way and yeah. I found out that man like life's not like that mm. <laughs> yeah. it's gonna throw a spanner yeah. and you're just gonna have to yeah. try and adjust as much as you can right you don't yeah. wanna be just doing it to like tick off boxes just because that's like how you what a happy life looks like you know yeah, like define what, what makes you happy bro 100% and yeah. um yeah what a what a what a journey hey mm. we've talked about that kind of thing before how you almost sort of wait for the right time for things but it never happens you just yeah. gotta yeah. do it and adjust like yeah. as you go and just work with whatever's happening bro 100% like prime example um when my wife and I when I was planning to propose to my wife um we were both going through some crazy things personally in our in our life back then, which was only 12, 12 or so months mm. ago, um, with our families, but more so with like business as well. Um, and I looked at that as, look, I could sort of delay this as as much as I could to wait until I was comfortable to do these things. But again, like, where's the growth in that? If I'm yeah. always just going to be putting things on the shelf and just looking at it, hopefully it's going to work out rather than yeah. sharks just just go mm. and just learn as much as you can along the way you can yeah. stuff up regardless but yeah just mm. keep on learning man yeah, <laughs> learn through your mistakes man cop it on the chin yeah. you know and just and just grow from it I'm a bastard <laughs> <laughs> bro hey but my parents are still together they're just boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> they never got married yeah true yeah wow which is like pretty rare for like that time you know like 25 years ago that was like real weird people being together and not getting married. Yeah, 100%. Know? But they were just, they grew up real religious, but just didn't really believe in like marriage. Marriage. Yeah. So, I'm, so sort I'm, of, I'm sort of similar, man. Like, yeah. I, I, I see it as like a religious ceremony and I'm like not religious yeah. at all. So I'm kind of like, well, like, I wouldn't, just mm. don't really see like yeah. a, why but, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. true. It depends the meaning you give it. Like it can be real symbolic for some people and like it really means something to you. But yeah. for me, I'm sort of the same like, hasn't affected me yeah, like 100%. my parents relationship at all like don't need that piece of paper to love someone but some people it's just like real symbolic and yeah it may, it's really got a good meaning for them mm. and but yeah whatever makes you happy again whatever makes you happy whatever bro. makes you happy bro and it's always yeah. gonna be different for a lot of people i mean for myself personally growing up um as a pacific islander our uh, like beliefs mm. Um, our way of life is very family-centered. So where are, you, where are you from? So uh, my dad's Tongan. Okay. And my mum's Nguyen. Yeah. Uh, but I was born in Auckland. My whole yeah. family were born in Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah. And we moved over here when I was about nine. Yeah. So I spent more time here in Australia than I have in New Zealand. Um, so is that a big cultural thing, the getting married? Yeah, it's it, it's massive, man. And Does the whole family sort of come together for that's it? That's it. That's it, bro. Like... For myself personally, as a as a Tongan, um, as the eldest boy in my family, there's quite a, uh, I guess, a standard mm. and a status. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's definitely something that some people shy away from, or they fully just don't want to do. Yeah. Um, my old man was the prime example of someone who just didn't care about it too much and just married my mother because. He loved her. Yeah. He still loves her, and you know she's from a totally different background. Um, but he was, yeah, sort of just adamant that um, you know scripture talks about love conquering all. Yeah. And um, not to say that they're the perfect example of, of anything like that, but yeah. in my life, in my opinion, they are. Um, mm -hmm. So I took that upon myself as well when 
planning my wedding, yeah. um, just to do what made me feel comfortable, and more so my wife. Mm, cool. um, if it's going against anyone or anything, mm. then that's fine. It's, it's not really important to me. It's yeah. The only thing that was important is the happiness of my wife. And, um, that day, not only being the day that we were married, but mm. like her birthday, now she expects a wedding present and a birthday yeah. present. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how that goes this year. Yeah. <laughs> did you get a like, because it was in August, did yep. COVID affect it all or you could have a normal wedding? Yeah, bro. So August, we could only have 30 people. Mm. 30 people, yeah. Um, and we're both from massive families, <laughs> yeah. like massive, bro. Yeah. So um, a lot of people took that um, differently took it a bit hard that yeah. either it was a really small wedding mm, yeah. excuse me or they weren't invited yeah. um, and I fully get it you know you want to celebrate um, mm. you know the two, two, two people two families coming together yeah. um, which is such a cultural thing culturally rich as yeah. well mm -hmm. um, but for my wife and I it's, it's more so not just trying to please people around us for them to yeah. be happy if we're not going to be happy yeah. um, it was selfishly for us, <laughs> yeah, it should be. Right? What's your alternative though? It's like wait like a year and a half or something. Yeah, yeah. wait a year. Just so you like, don't hurt some people's feelings. Bro, hundred percent. Like, yeah. like pay like thousands. I think for my wife and I, we only paid like five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks, nice. and the rest we just spent on a honeymoon in Montville for like three, four days. Yeah. I see. So again, like for me, that was the most important thing. I didn't focus on anyone else or any other thing other than my wife's happiness and whether that's obnoxious or not, sure. It's not, doesn't worry dude, me. Doesn't, doesn't sound obnoxious to yeah, me, bro. Just worry me, man, I'm sweet. I don't know we're getting this guy. Dude, why are we here? Why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> not my wife. Yeah, yeah, you shut up about that yeah. thing, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's crazy, man. So, yeah. What a year. What a year, man. And, mm. you know, that sort of rolled on to... Uh, at that time, I was starting at Anytime Fitness in Griffin. So I transitioned from group coaching and a bit of PT at PLC. Mm -hmm. Through the COVID period, got obviously pretty quiet with the shutdowns. Um, mm -hmm. During that period, actually, my brother and I, we started eight-week online boot camp um, just with our clientele and a couple of family members as well, um, which we're very blessed to do because that sort of carried us through that time yeah, um, when a lot of people were essentially out of gyms, mm -hmm. uh, out, out of yeah. work. Could you have it? You could do one on ones in the park. Yeah, you could do the one on ones in the parks or whatnot. Yeah. Um, we were just doing Zooms, bro. Was so we do the two of you together doing it? Yes, yeah. we were. Yeah, we're living at home at that time, man. And um, we'd do like classes Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday. Yeah. So would one person be sort of demonstrating live, yeah. and then the other person would be coaching them? And coaching then, the class. Yeah, yeah bro. So um, just a, just adjusted and adapted. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. It's what was around us and sort of made a pretty crazy situation. Yeah, build that community out of that. For 100%, man. Yeah. And we sort of just rolled on after that. Um, we were given an opportunity to start at Anytime Fitness in Griffin. Um, and my brother was at Dakabit, which is only like 10 minutes away from each other, uh, mm -hmm. owned by the same owner. Mm -hmm. uh, we were there for about 10 months, man. And it, was, it was an awesome experience. Great people, great community. Um, we learned so much about, um, even more about business, even more about PT and more yeah. about, uh, yeah, just, just the industry as a whole. How did you find Tom? Because he's been like- Tom Fox. Yeah, he, he's been pretty pivotal for you, hasn't he? Foxy, yeah. Shout out to Foxy. He's going to yeah. be watching this. Foxy's the man. Everyone loves that guy. Shout out to Foxy. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's a man, bro. I uh I was introduced to Tom Fox through my brother actually. Um, my brother was working at a P, as a PT at Good Life in Chermside. Yep, where well, that's Tom, where I started. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh no way. Yeah. Yeah, small world. Small world. Very small world. Yeah. Um, so he started there during that sort of pandemic period, just before the end of it. Um, and he met Tom at the gym, but more specifically, they were at a their Christmas party. And uh, my brother doesn't drink. He noticed Tom. I don't know if Tom drinks anymore, but he mm. probably wasn't having any that day, whatever it is. And they sort of just started chatting from there, and um, yeah, sort of got introduced to Tom through my brother. Going on about. 18 months now, just under two years, I'm pretty sure, with mm. Tom. Um, and again, definitely a, a, a someone that I call a mentor, man. I think yeah. we can all definitely agree to that. Yeah, he's, he's uh, even been a mentor to us in, in ways for sure. Like he's, he's, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, a, he's, he's, a, he's a beast, man. Yeah, like, I learned a lot from that, that man. Bro, it's crazy, like especially being, as you guys will know, man, like how important it is to have those mentors. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, especially the ones that you can actually talk to face to face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't even put them any more of a high pedestal. <laughs> I feel like you really have yeah. to, especially like PT. Like you, the ones who just think that, like if you're ignorant enough to think that you know stuff, yeah, and you haven't been coached at all mm -hmm. at the minimum. Like I don't. How do you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got no one to like call you out and tell you your shit. Like. <laughs> And that's it, bro. He's you can't grow a lot. What were you about to say, Ryan? Oh, I was just going to say, like, I think he's the type of person, and there's, like, they're in, all, like, a lot of industries I've noticed. It's, like, the people who are, like, exceptionally good at that job always move up to, like, a mentoring position and then, like, make, a, like, a separate business out of just coaching, yeah. like, all the people doing the thing that they used to do. Yeah, 100%. Mm. He's definitely filling that void, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, super, super grateful to have Tom as a mentor, I think you know, what he's not only done for me personally, but for a lot of people, mm. um, is awesome. I think yeah. the industry needs a lot more people yeah. like Tom, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> There's a lot of people who owe their success to that man. Like, yeah, bro, 100%. And, and now he's 100%. going to do that for so many more people with what he's doing. You know? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's, he's a man. He's a man. <laughs> I hope he's watching. I hope you're watching, we Tom. We love you, Tom. <laughs> Tom, you're the man, bro. You're the man. And he's also like handsome that. as well. <laughs> he's got a beard. Yeah. He's, he shaved it off a couple of weeks ago. He looked yeah. like a schoolboy kid. Now he's like, don't mess with me. Bro. Like, don't mess with me, when, when I describe Tom like the tall, handsome man, yeah, bro. Like, with a beard, I'm like, oh yes. Yeah, when he doesn't, have, when he doesn't have the beard, and he's telling me I haven't stuck to my meal plan, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when he has the beard, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back on next week. The authority, like the the hair has been, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, he's a man, bro. Super grateful yeah. for that guy. Yeah. Well, Super that's grateful. how we. That's how we met. Yeah, it he, is. He, mm. Literally, yeah. Actually, yeah. That's it. That's how, how we, we met, bro. Really that. yeah. That's how we met. That's how you. That's how we met, man, and... Um, Start of a beautiful relationship. Bro, 100%. I think, you know, especially over the past 18 months, getting, I guess, amongst the community, amongst people, talking face-to-face -face is mm. one of the most important things more than ever, especially yeah. people being locked down. And, yeah. And you, know you sort I mean? of had lost that a little bit with going online yeah. a little bit. Yeah, bro. It was, it was crazy, well, not man. Not lost, just different, you know? Yeah, 100%. 100%, bro. And... The whole reason for me going online was to sort of spend a bit more time with my wife. Mm. So I guess the first five to six months of our marriage last year, I was like 
ridiculously pumped at the gym, man. I was, yeah, crazy hours. And um, I was sort of only having like one day with her, which was like a Sunday. How, how many mm. sessions were you doing? I think I clocked it, like my busiest there was about 60 to 65. Oh, wow. That's a and lot. That's, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, bro. Like I was there from about five till mm. about eight. Yeah. Like maybe like an hour or two yeah. between, like then, training went yeah. down, <laughs> sleep went down, oh, like I yeah. was a zombie and you know, again, I wasn't spending as much time with my wife during that time, yeah. it was crazy. And then when you're with her, you're like communicating with clients and doing programs. Yeah, and, bro, yeah. it'd be like dinner time or, or even like on a Sunday and I'm like, yeah. like yeah, programming or just on the computer. And she sort of uh, yeah, made the comment like, hey, let's, let's see where we can sort of shift the business online. So. One, we could spend a bit more time together. Yeah. So, so it was her idea? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it, was a, it was her, definitely her idea, man. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad it, it sort of got to that point because it made me refocus and reposition myself in my life. Yeah. Um, business is an important thing to me and it's something that I have grown to love into. Um, but for me, what's more important than that is you know, my relationship with my wife and my relationship mm. with my family, yeah, my awesome. friends, training being a normal person yeah. <laughs> more than anything you know what I yeah, mean that's a, that's um, so yeah bro I sort of made that shift during the period of um, I think about six months ago just under six months took the business online man it's been crazy mm. um, took that mm. online got to spend a bit more time with her yeah. in the mornings and evenings bro and, what percentage yeah. of your clients like stay with you as you <clears throat> transitioned over to online about say about 70-80% of them oh wow that's very is, good, dude. Yeah, I was, bro, it was, it was a massive blessing, man. Like, uh, uh, it was a lot of, like, late nights trying to get the whole system systems working and mm. everything sort of um, hopefully going to work, that type of attitude I had and um, wasn't really spending a lot of time with my family mm. or anyone else. I was just trying to get these things yep. right and I think the fruits of those labors definitely paid off by yeah. having that. Did Tom over. help you with that transition? Yes, Tom did, man. And, I reached out to Tom during the beginning stages of it, and uh, he just kept, he just gave me a couple of ideas and a couple of systems and um, just some thought processes to sort of get under my belt um, and just to slowly work your way in it more than anything. Don't try and go 100 miles an hour. Hmm. You're sure to just smack your head and stay yeah. there for a little while, but just enjoy that slow grind. I think more than anything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, bro. So, crazy times. That's cool, man. Crazy times. I feel like not everyone can do the online stuff. Like, a lot of people try to do it, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like this, like it's real saturated. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people I wouldn't trust with yeah. it. You know. Yeah. 100%. Like every second person has that in their bio these days. Online coach. I'm like, have you you done it face to face? Like. Yeah. Just because you've trained yourself, how have you, like, I, th I, th I believe you need to have the one-on-one -on -one experience, like, to, right. to do it first. 100%. And especially, again, tying back, tying Tom back into it, having that, having a mentor there, mm. having a couple of mentors there, sort of in that space um, that you can trust, mm. that you can see has worked for them, Yeah. Uh, that you can sort of, I guess, spend those days with them that they've spent decades... Mm. You know, acquiring over years and um, yeah Tom's one of those guys bro so mm. yeah not an easy thing to to get into more than anything mm. and, um, I think where a lot of people trainers more specifically um, get tied up is thinking that it's just gonna all fall into their lap like as soon as 
online coaches in the bio or like yeah. you know what I mean like mm. not not realizing that man you gotta put in that work you gotta put the value was, you gotta put the value out there bro 100% yeah. 100% and, and that's just another thing that I learned from Tom man yeah. is, is uh, sort of earn your earn your keep more than anything mm. but you know if you're gonna be helping these people adding value to their lives two things you have to be willing to continually upskill yourself every yeah. day and really value that more than anything mm. Great physique is, is great. Lifting yeah. 200 kilos every head is great, but if you can't really connect to people, like on a personal level, then yeah. you know, I found from my experiences, and Tom will probably say the same thing, that not too inclined to really be coherent to the plan mm. more than anything. If they're yeah. just like, oh, this guy's a robot. Like, yeah, they have to have feel feelings. like. <laughs> yeah, they have to feel like you care. Yeah, hundred percent. Care factor has to be, mm. you know, the most important thing. And that's what they're paying for is like for you to care. Like, by you caring, it helps them care. Yeah, bro, 100%. It's, some, it's, people, some people just need that. Like, bro, 100%, they need, man. Because they're not doing it just for themselves. Yeah. You know, they're doing it, you know, they're not the only ones on the journey. Bro, 100%. Like, you look at the value that they can walk away from the time that they've spent for you, and it's probably going to add more years to their life. Yeah. Um, for me personally, why I got started in the industry was I saw a... a a chain of events happening in my family where we were working really, really hard and we were also partying really, really hard. We were drinking, we were smoking. Just your whole, your whole family? Sort of yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. the relationship and the understanding more so with nutrition, with food, with um, looking after yourself wasn't really high enough. Uh, I wouldn't say high enough, but it wasn't really understood. Um, so, you know, diabetes come into play, lung, can lung cancer came into play, yeah. um, like dying before they were 50 yeah. came into play, obesity came into play and I looked at that as, um, uh, I'm in a position now, if I can just dedicate a couple of years to my life, learning a bit more about training, learning a bit more about nutrition, I can not only add more years to my family's life, but spend a bit more time with them and educate them, which they can just ripple on. Yeah, there. you know what I mean, like yeah, one person. Can, bro, it's just crazy. It's just it just goes on from there. And for me, like that was the mm. most important thing. And from that, you know, my parents have actually changed the way that they've approached food, and how they mm. value food, and the understanding they have for food. Because yeah, you know, back in the islands where we're from, our food was so nutriently dense, yeah. growing from the ground. Yeah. Um, but as a lot of us moved into the Western societies. It's a lot easier to just go through like a McDonald's drive-through, you know, for the <laughs> yeah. kids. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. But yeah. Especially for our people, it was such like an easy thing to do. Yeah. Like, so that, that convenience was just like new to them. Yeah. And then just like, yeah, interesting. So yeah. how have they trans transitioned from like what are they, where are they at now with that? Like a lot of them. Bro, so with my parents, they've actually done a different like a whole 360. Um, so they're slowly starting to introduce a bit more nutrient-dense meals, um, yeah. slowly cutting away the processed stuff, the sugars, um, the takeaways. I'm still indulging in our island food, which yeah. everyone loves, I love it as well. What's island food? Like, island food, it's heaps, man, it's heaps. <laughs> it's heaps, but- What's your favorite, what's the, your top two? Top two, my top two favorite island uh, meals um, would have to be, and it's real basic, and it's something that my mom has always cooked for years. Um, is is like uh, chicken necks. Yeah. So it's like not a, lot, not a whole lot of meat on it, yeah. but 
I don't know, the way that should just, just eat it is like, and cook it is, is, I don't know, it's just always good. I don't know if it's like a, if it's specific to where she's from in New York, but it's something she's always cooked. So. Yeah, real tasty. Real tasty. Um, and the second one would be uh, raw fish. Yeah. Which a lot of uh, islanders make. Like salmon, sort of like. Yeah, bro. So they'll have like salmon or any type of raw fish, um, like coconut cream, lemon, All right. like yeah, nice. salt, pepper, tomatoes, whatever you want to put in. Mm. Um, yeah, bro, that's like, that's gone. <laughs> that's like, yeah, bro, that's a favorite. Oh, make me hungry. <laughs> can you bring us in a traditional Tom and Mel, please? Bro, I can, I can bring you in some mm. um, traditional mm. Tom and stuff. I used to train this little Chinese lady and she'd bring me in like, um, she barely spoke English, but she'd always like, bring me in little like traditional meals. It was so good. <laughs> bro, that food, mm. done. Mm. But yeah, bro, so that's, that was sort of that process. Yeah. So that's that's awesome, that bro, process. that you've changed. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah. We'll, we'll do some better around. Right on, Sandy. Huh? Um. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. So, have you, have you had anything to do with like fitness industry before? About three years ago, when your uncle bought the PLC. Uh, other than just training in the gym, no. Yeah. Um. So sort of, sort of got into training in the gym, just from playing footy. Yeah. And I just. Just wanted to get a bit more bigger, a bit more leaner, a bit more stronger. Um, so I started in the gym, just like a local gym. I think I was about like 15, 16. Um, and it was great, just like your standard bro splits, just like heavy bench, heavy squat, heavy dead. That was all I sort of did for a couple of years more than anything. And um, yeah, sort of just pumped that for a couple of, a couple of years. Yeah, no. Nice. Which was fun. Which is really fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where was that? I was training at a gym. It was just a close one around home, man. Um, I don't even think it's there anymore. Just in Rothwell. It was just a little, just like a little gym that we train at. Wow, yeah. Um, so yeah, bro, I went to, went to Mueller for a little bit. Um, and then before that, I was at Nudgy for about three, maybe three years. Oh. Um, bounced around a little bit. Was it where you graduated from? I uh, graduated from St. Columbus in Caboolture. Oh, right. Yeah, so um, it was just local footy. Mm. Had some mates that went there as well. Mm. Um, yeah, great school, man, in my opinion back then. I think it's a bit different now, but um, yeah, bit of a reputation in that area. But was it league or union? Union, union. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, they played a bit of league there as well, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just played a bit of union there, uh, mucked around a little bit. And uh, no, yeah, great school. Cool. I love it. <laughs> On my chest, nah. So would you go straight into like an apprenticeship after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight into apprenticeship, bro. And um, yeah, sort of just grinded out that four, was it? Six or so years in the trade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, it was a, that's, that's grueling, man. Like, excuse me, in my opinion, hardest workers in the world would definitely be your like manual labor guys. Mm-hmm. Your tradies, bro. Like, that's some that's some some hard stuff they do. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not easy to do what they do day in, day out. Twelve hour days six days a week yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that I have a trade as well because I think that really taught me like how to actually work hard. Yeah. So I didn't know what work was before I did that. Hundred <laughs> percent. And like 
I'm the exact same. I'm the exact same way. My brothers and I feel the exact same mm-hmm. way as well, bro. Like having that understanding that, you know, you'll just have to literally earn your keep. Mm-hmm. You know, there'd be days we'd be we'd be like on a contract where, like, we'd rock up to a job, get like a couple of houses done or townhouses done, but you won't be getting paid until like that second or third week. So you'd have to sort of budget what you're doing for about two, three weeks as well as just try and keep that progress up every single day. Mm. So there was like no room to sort of just slack off or mm. chill or have mm. like a two hour or an hour smoker. Like you would just yeah. bang, 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 bang. Yeah, well, it's like someone's going to come in and check where right. you're up to. And if it's like you're fully responsible for what's being done. So yeah. there's like, there's no hiding from the nah, work. Like 100% bro. And you're it's You're doing like, it either way. But like, I, I couldn't think of a better way to be introduced into like the workforce other than... Yeah you're gonna get paid for like the work that you put in mm. and that's gonna transition you into getting more jobs, more clients, more business. Um, and you know, it's not really too different to you know, online coaching or running a business or mm. being a personal trainer, face-to-face trainer. The principles are all always the same. Bro, 100%. I think the most important thing to me was definitely <clears throat> just, just working really hard and just understanding that you know, you gotta really put your best foot forward if you really wanna sort of do well. Mm. Um, block out all the noise, all the traders on site <laughs> yelling at you, mm. da, da, da. meet a few characters along the way, <laughs> great people, um, and yeah, sort of just just go from there more than anything. So, what were your plans with the trade? Were you gonna start your own building company? Um, not necessarily a, a building company, bro. Like, I just wanted to learn how to build a house yeah um and for me that was the most important thing um building a house uh, where you know my wife and i and uh, raised our, our family and our kids um so you went into the trade like with that goal yeah 100 like, 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 I, went I went into the trade with the goal of um i'm going to, to to leave the trade at a time when i know i've learned what i've needed to learn not necessarily saying i've learned everything and i know everything yeah but um you know just just know how to build a house. Yeah. Have the connections, have the contacts. I'm a gardener. <laughs> Just a natural born gardener. <laughs> my, dad, my dad's a gardener. Like, oh, my dad's got a pretty nice garden. That's like, where the, That's where this came where from. the inspiration. A generational yeah. gardener. Yeah. Bro. Well, he was a farmer. He grew up as a farmer yeah, in, wow. in Ireland. But, um, yeah, that... I'm just saying I don't know how to build a house, but I can, <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah. I can plant the seeds. Right, 100%. Like, Not just the seeds in the ground, but the seeds in people's minds. That's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Importance, bro, that, that turnover, hey. But I wish I could build a house, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, you either know how to build the house or you know how to make enough money to pay someone to build it for yeah, you. Bro, 100%. Yeah, It's yeah. one or the other, right? We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we're slowly getting there. Work in progress. Work in progress. Always. Work in progress. Mm. Um, Never stop growing. Bro, 100%, 100%, and uh, that's definitely something that I've taken on when I started um, PT, was knowing that where I was then isn't where I was always gonna be, but if I just focused on one thing in particular was my personal development, if I made that an emphasis every day just to get a bit more better at it, a bit more understanding, then I knew in the next two, yeah. three years, it was just gonna compound from those yeah. daily sort of efforts. Definitely. You know what I mean? Uh, and that was, yeah, that was a, that was a massive blessing, massive eye-opener to sort of prioritize, mm-hmm. not so much just trying to 
put everything all out there, yeah. but just work on yourself continually. That's the most important thing, honestly, is working on yourself because that's your ability to do everything. Yeah, 100%. Like, if you don't believe you can do something, you're not going to act on it. Yeah, easily. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. crazy. Like, we're all, like, most tasks and things aren't that complex. They really aren't, like, super complex. Yeah. People just, like, see big problems and yeah. they just, like, don't break it down into yeah. like small things and they just don't think they, they can do things. Well, it's like it's like walking into a situation where everyone's thinking of, um, you know, how come this happened or why did this happen instead of having the understanding or mindset of, all right, this is the problem, like let's think of a solution. Yeah. Mm. Like let's just be solutions. Yeah, based. instead of just dwelling in the problem. Yeah, yeah. instead of just being another person amongst the crowd yeah. saying, oh, this didn't work out because of X, Y, Z. A choice. Right, you're gonna be the victim, or you're gonna like create a way out of it. Yeah. Like, Up to you, you. And you need to like the biggest thing is just being aware of that. Yeah. It's, you need to become aware of it to actually change that choice from mm. like dwelling mm. to you know making your circumstance better. Right. You don't even know that. You're not even. You can't. You're not gonna make a change in something you're not aware of. So. Hundred, bro. Like, and I think one of the most important things as well is having that self-awareness and knowing that, okay, I'm not so great mm. in this particular area yeah. or, or these people can be a bit more better than I at this particular area. Yeah. Let's let's work with them. Mm. Let's see what's made them or continues to make them so great at something. Yeah. And let's just like latch onto that. Like yeah. let's learn what they've learned and just keep mm. going from there. And there's so many levels, I feel. Yeah. Like we're all on some level playing the victim for, yeah, some, for something. 100%. Like otherwise we'd just be fucking billionaires, you know, yeah. like easily you know I mean? bro. But it's like it's crazy how many levels there are to it. Yeah. Like just like two years ago thinking about the way that you thought two years ago, as opposed to like now if you've like tried to make it yourself more aware about how many more opportunities you can see around yourself. Bro, and that's the like biggest you thing. couldn't even comprehend that you'd be thinking about these things two years ago. Yeah. Hundred percent bro, like a sense of entitlement can definitely um, progress you if you choose to not attach yourself to that yeah. or to be there like mm. for example if, if it's always like you know I'm older or I'm bigger I'm faster than you you're not going to necessarily grow from that position mm. same thing if you always continue to tell yourself a story or tell others a story like ah oh, I couldn't get to this position because of XYZ or yeah. this has stopped me because of XYZ well shoot look at yourself from a different perspective you know, you could always tell mm. yourself, you know, you, you may not wake up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Do you really want to have that sort of last thought on your mind? Like, no yeah. way. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I'm like, nah, man. Like, People I'm don't want to think about that. Right, 100%. <laughs> you know, but how crazy is the perspective about it, though? Oh, yeah. You know what it's I mean? So many, so many levels to just, like, shifting that paradigm. Yeah, 100%. Which is just, like, your beliefs. Like, your paradigm is just, like, a number of beliefs, like, yeah, strung together. Right, which creates your whole view of how, how everything is and how the world works. Yeah. It's and like, you just find the evidence for what you decide to be true. Yeah. Right, I can't do it because of this. Right, sweet, that's true. Yeah, true, right. Because you said it was true. <laughs> that's exactly the outcome that's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think you guys know this as well. Uh, a part of the reason why that could happen is definitely one of two things. I think one of the most important thing is having a, a community around you or having a select group of people around you, a circle, so to speak, yeah. where you don't sort of accept any of those limiting beliefs. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't accept those stories, no matter the circumstances. Yeah. You just tell yourself, all right, this is the situation I'm in. This is where I'm at in my life. Um, I could either stay here or I could just open that door of very uncomfortable growth. Doesn't look attractive. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit dark. Like, I don't know what else is in there. But man, who are you to know what's going to happen from that if you don't sort of just walk through and just go through it you know mm-hmm. what I mean um, it's not as, I'm not saying it's freaking easy to just go alright uncomfortable let me come yeah. at you <laughs> you have to really want it for 100% like you have yeah. to like really make that decision that I'm like going to become aware of these things yeah. and I'm going to make a different choice next time mm. I'm in the same situation yeah otherwise you're just going to get the same results same results and it's like um, sort of sort of detaching yourself mm-hmm. from either situations or people or energy where it's not so much gravitating to where you want to be yeah you could be a totally different person in like 12 months sort of reconnect with them and then like they're still in the same position yeah. like still doing the same thing yeah whereas you've just sort of taken those uncomfortable steps yeah and the best just, way to help them is to lead by example because yeah. they're like actually we have pretty much i know this person they're not that different to me they've just chosen differently yeah bro. like there's nothing really special about them yeah you know like well, we're all special, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we've just, if you can, you know, they relate to you and they know, like, that guy's not that different to me and he, but he's made all these decisions. Yeah. That's how I think you can help people instead of, like, sticking around it and just, yeah. oh, that's okay, like, let's just be shit together. <laughs> yeah, let's just stay in the shit, same position. Not shit, like, but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, bro, 100%. Cut that out, right? <laughs> Cut that out of the line. That's, that's not going to be... <laughs> That's not here. Don't be <laughs> shit. <laughs> what do I tell myself every day? Yeah, bro. Like, the, 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 the amount of stories that, you know, we can either believe or not believe is really just dependent on if you want to believe it or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not like being sort of obnoxious mm. or anything like that. It's like, ah, oh, man, I'm choosing not to be this way because I don't want to. Let's make the better steps. Mm. Let's make better changes. Shout out to Joe Dispenza. Bro, shout out to <laughs> Dr. Joe Dispenza. R- Ryan's like, shut up, bro. Uh, <laughs> Ryan's talking like, about Joe Dispenza. Uh, <laughs> bro, it's yeah. Always gotta get, we always got to talk about Joe Dispenza. <laughs> always got to talk about Dr. Dispenza. No, we haven't talking about him yet, actually. No, we haven't, actually. But a lot of my words are like influenced by him, so indirectly, yeah. Bro, what a, what a guy. What a man. Where do you begin? Where do I don't you know, begin? that's a whole other podcast, eh? Hey? Yeah, that's a proper whole, like, different... You and, I, you and I will just do a, a private one next <laughs> we time. We should do that. Just because I don't want Ryan to be like... Boring. No, I did not want boring. You just like won't be able to add. I, I know. I'll just be on like a rant and you just like... You've got to be... You've got to like read it. You've got to be on board with it sort of thing. But we're going to do that. Let's link but up I'm and do it again. Yeah, let's do... Dispenser. Dispenser rants. Yeah, bro. Just be, <laughs> that could be a thing. Let's get a clothing like... Apparel line from it. I've got a few fanboys I've converted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Murray, Murray Calcutt. Murray. He's an IFBB pro. Okay. Uh, he, he, he loves him. Adds here as, as a few. Massive dispenser fan. Um, I just had a thought, but it's literally slipped my mind. It'll come back. Um, uh, no, sorry. Uh, I was going to ask about the. Like the guy that you guys have for Strength Sanctuary, like what's the inspiration behind that? Well, he started as a gorilla 
pulling two AK-47s was the <laughs> original idea. Oh, okay. And Big transformation. Yeah, and like we just like went ashore. We were just gonna do like a mural or something cool. Like, <laughs> and uh, I feel like um, Hamish, Hamish Lindsay, he's the artist who created okay. it. He, he sort of, I feel like he somehow knew in his mind what the gym was gonna be before it sort of like turned into what it, what it is. What it is, what it is becoming. Yeah. And um, he just said, oh, like, that's not really your style. He was like, dude, jacked monk meditating in the mountains. And I was like, yeah, fuck, that's what my, <laughs> that's, a, that's strength sanctuary. That's and he said sanctuary. that, I was like, fuck, I can go for it, bro. And he's just a very talented artist, so I just trust him with that. And he helped a lot with like the, like, the brand visuals, like the art and stuff. Um, yeah, true. But yeah, and it just, it's crazy how it, we had this logo that like has like, is symbolic of a lot of the things that now I'm like have been learning and and um, really sort of passionate about and want to share with other people like the things yeah, that wow. helped me. Yeah, wow. And um, but it wasn't like it wasn't a conscious decision of like let's get the super work bodybuilder Jack Monk massive on the, guy on. Yeah, like yeah. there's a logo. Yeah, wow. And um, yeah, look at what it is. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. What, what do you see when you look at it? Well, that's like, Bro, I get like um, Raiden vibes. Raiden? Yeah, like, like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's sick though. But like, yeah, but a Raiden stuff. Was well, that like, like the main one? Out like, there? That, that's the logo. This is just like a variation. Yeah, I think I like. I like the color from that. Yeah. Like the soft peach. What does, like it, the what, does it, what does it make you think though? Like, what do you think of it? When I see that guy. Yeah, because obviously it means something to me, but. Because that's like what it's like. The, if I'm building the brand that I want to, you'll say <laughs> certain thing. I guess. What do I? What do I see? I think what comes to mind is like. What comes to mind is just like the the tranquility he's in. Yeah. Just like real zen. Yeah. Just like real. It may not be his own vibes. Like that's fine too. I don't know. That's, that's, I think it's just from the setting, like. The dude's levitating above the mountains. Like, yeah. Because it doesn't happen every day. Well, yeah. that we know of, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. No, sorry, that was a rant. That was a random yeah. tangent. And I just. But um, no, nah, that's cool. But yeah, definitely like intention behind training. Like that's yeah. what he sort of yeah, has become. True. But it didn't have. It didn't sell with a whole lot of meaning. But it's sort of like when I've learned about these like things about like you know changing your mindset and choosing your meaning. Yeah. sort of things like with the I was like sort of want to influence people to think about it with training like why they're in the gym like, yeah what does it mean to you um, what is like like what's your purpose like what are you there like not having just like oh it's going to be jacked yeah sort true. of like what does it mean to be physically strong to you yeah and like be confident be confident and 100%. not you know not make excuses create your own reality that sort of thing yeah but you use the gym as a good place to start yeah, true. And people who, you know, maybe are in like a bit of a hole, they'll like they can start with the training and then that helps them like believe that they can do more. Right, hundred percent. They're doing things that they couldn't do before, phys yeah. physically. Yeah, hundred percent. They give themselves permission to what else can I do? Mm, sort of just are evolve you, from Yeah, there. like you Ryan will say, like build the habits in the gym yeah. that carry over to anything else. Yeah, right. You got your 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 food down, you trained hard. You made time in your day to do it. Mm. Got jacked. Yeah. <laughs> and then, how can that carry over to other things? 
Bro, like, what else can I do? That's sort of, that's sort of it's, yeah. I think just adding on to that as well, bro, I think like the intention, that's, I feel like it's not, not really emphasized enough in some of the gyms. It's not barely understood, all, bro. It's just right? people, the super, people often, I think, trying to sell the superficial thing. Yeah, 100%. Just like looking good. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's like, who, what does looking good matter if you feel shit about yourself? Like, you can look great and you look in the mirror and you don't feel good about yourself. Like, yeah. What, what's the point? It's not really gonna, it's not really gonna transition over, right? Yeah, and it, it can help you, like, if you have the right intention behind it, mm. then it can be like life changing. Yeah, powerful. bro. 100%. I know people who have gone down the route and they just become more arrogant, more egotistical. They take more drugs. Nah. They, it just turns into this toxic thing of just being better than everyone else. And yeah. I've seen like it go really bad. Mm. And it's just like, I want sort of the opposite of that. Like, Bro, 100%. It didn't have to go that way. Mm. But you just like, you know, fell into that trap. Just fell into it, eh? Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like, it's really sad to see because it kept, like, that's the extreme, obviously. Well, the thing is though, like that's still present in the industry, yeah, of right? Course. Like that culture, yeah. so to speak. And um, I found that early on in the gyms, you, you definitely get that sort of energy and vibe from people. Mm. And um, I sort of just stayed away to <laughs> yeah. Sort of just went in the gym, did my own thing, like yeah. just settle out to the boys, just like the normal, I guess, bro stuff you do when yeah. you first start training. But yeah, hundred percent, bro. The attention behind, I guess coming to the gym and also being comfortable in your own skin as well. Yeah. I think that could be, that was actually one of the questions I got um, to sort of go through. Was on the live? On the live, oh, oh sorry, on the, on the, I did a story yesterday. Mm. And that was one of the questions was like, you know, almost how can I get a bit more confident walking into like a commercial gym and yeah. um, how do I, how do I get, what does confidence look like? Just mm. come to the sanctuary instead. Well, I was, man, I was, temp I was tempted to just like spam, like spam my story with like at strength sanctuary, just like a hundred times over. <laughs> but course. I was like, that's a great question. I think we could discuss that. But was there any other good ones? Like, bro, there, there was a couple of good ones, man. Like I was, I was sort of surprised that. Is your phone dead or do you want? No, nah, I guess we can fire a couple off if you want. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I no, we haven't done that yet. It's actually a really good idea. No, it was, it was good, man. I, I, I thought a lot of my mates were just going to take the piss. I would say to that, to that question would just be understanding that everyone in there is looking at themselves and not you. Yeah. Like, no, people aren't going there. To... You, could, you could walk in there, do a full lap, come out. I could ask every single person in there if they just saw you, no one would have seen you. No, no one, one would, would know what your hair color was, <laughs> what you look like. Not one person would remember you or anything you did. Yeah. You could be doing it like, unless you're using like a machine fully upside down or something, then maybe someone's gonna look at you funny. But like, unless they're your mates, then you'd hope that they'd notice you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, still, even your mates probably too caught up in what yeah, they're doing. They're to not there to judge you. No one's like, fuck that guy looks gay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so focused on what they're doing that mm. no one is looking at anyone else. So. No, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like for people to understand that, they'd actually have to like sort of be in the gym yeah like to know that you don't have to be that self-conscious to, to think that people are always going to be looking at you or she yeah. or he's not I mean, doing the squat correctly some or, gyms there is like culture and it's all like that yeah it's like the, that's 
again, what we're trying to make is like, it's not like that at all. It's the opposite. Yeah, 100%, bro. But there is some gyms that are a little bit like that, but the thing is you can choose to not give a fuck. Like, mm. so what? Like, you're there for you. You're not there. For anyone else. And people don't think about it this way. Like, let's get five years time. You didn't go to the gym because you were afraid of some person you don't even know. Yeah. thinking that you were weak which probably is not even going to happen and you never even know yeah what a waste of time what a waste of time <laughs> what a fucking waste of your life yeah probably. and you've just always wanted to do this but you didn't mm. like how that regret should be scare the fuck out of you a lot more Bro. than the actual like potential judgement of someone <laughs> you don't even know yeah. I've heard people say they're like subconscious because they don't know if they're doing the things right yeah. and I would say to that like just get a trainer yeah. it's like it's not that much money in it, and it's an investment in yourself. Bro, and 100%. you can be sure that you're doing everything right. 100%. Like, nothing screams more, like, help me, other than someone just sort of coming up with those stories like, oh, I can't make it to the gym today because uh, something's happened at work. Or, like, mm. just story after story. It's like, man, come see your trainer. You know, not, not always going to be easy for yeah. people. Um, Commit. Like, that financial commitment as well. It's just like, yeah. you're paying for it. It's like... Now I have to take this seriously because otherwise it's a complete waste of money. Hundred percent. And man, I speak about this when. But that's um, a different story, I guess. Yeah. Right, it's crazy. Like you think about it, people would much rather sort of connect to five different streaming services yeah. that charge like fifteen dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. Than spend like, you know, maybe twice a week with the with the trainer. Mm. You know, sort of seeing that long term payoff yeah. other than that immediate sort of satisfaction yeah. is mm. a bit difficult for people sometimes. Yeah. Just asking yourself what your priorities are. Right, 100%. It's like, it's not a matter of money, it's a matter of priorities. Like, you've yeah. decided these other things are more important. Yeah, 100%, bro. And those things are often are, are not making you happy. Easy. They're doing the absolute opposite. Doing the opposite. That like, pleasure. They're like, keeping you, like, yeah. in comfort. Mm, yeah. In your home, wrapped up in a blanket. Like, head and next on Netflix. And that's the most uncomfortable thing you can do long term. Hmm. That's, yeah. That, that, looking at it instead of like as money going out of your account other than that could be it or looking at it as an investment in yourself your future self more than anything mm. you know what I mean I think like if you're going to use a negative emotion just use that fear of regret like I've used that so many times just bro like, but it's like fuck I know I should do this and it would be good for me but what are people going to say what if I fail what are these things like What are, what's the regret going to feel like yeah in five years time when you you felt like you had something to share but you didn't because you, you know, those things are more stronger than yours. You will. valued that more. Yeah, you, you know? valued that more. You valued that more. Bullshit. That it's fear. Not, and it's not even true. Like all yeah. these things. Like, like I think Mark Twain's quote is like, "I'm ninety nine percent of the things that I was afraid of happening didn't even happen." Bro, hundred percent. We're real. Like, like he's always like ninety nine percent of my problems are imagined. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Like. Going off that, I remember when I first started in the industry. Like that. Like, <laughs> Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my biggest fear was public speaking. So yeah. as a kid growing up, I was extremely introverted. I was shy. Like we'd have family gatherings and we'd play like games and stuff. And like from a lot of noise, I'd like just cry because it's a lot going on for me. So yeah. as a kid. Yeah, very sensitive. Bro, real like, oh, like too much going on. Um, when I started in the industry, my uncle's like, look, you... The biggest thing you're gonna to have to overcome is like your fear of public speaking, of like talking to people, like mm. in front of other people. And all I thought about and remember thinking was, if I can literally get over this, there's nothing that I can 
not do, do not do mm. there's nothing that's going to be put in front of me where it's like oh this is too big I can't do it why because I knew myself that I'd overcome the biggest fear that was ever put in front of me which is public speaking mm. so what I did was I just made sure I was coaching every class that I could at PLC so I'll do like six classes a week like all for free and I try my best to make sure I was doing the demonstrations um, as well as like the talking, talking about, all right, we're gonna do this exercise, X, Y, Z. Man, I remember the first time I did the demonstrations, no one knew who I was. Like I stayed in the car, like two minutes just before the class was, just hyped myself up. I was <laughs> like, you gotta think long-term, you gotta think long-term. If you can overcome this, this can be something that people can draw from and become better at. Mm. So that was all my focus, all my mm. intention, bro, was just, Forget about yourself, how it makes you feel. Yeah. You're going to add value to someone's life in the future because of yeah. something that you've overcome. And if you can focus on those other people, bro, that's where you can overcome yourself. Like, yeah, 100%. Because if you're just caught up in your own little problems. Yeah. You're just going to stay in your own little yeah. problems. I feel like the best thing you can do for yourself, if you're like depressed, is focus on helping other people. Bro, One 100%. of the best things you can do. Easily. And like, you're helping yourself by helping other people. And sometimes you may not even know that though. You know what I mean? Like you may not even yeah, know the value like you're giving to them until they actually tell you, man, like you've actually helped me. You've actually yeah. given me a couple more years in my life but shown me a couple of ways to eat a bit better or train a bit more efficiently. Mm. I don't have to train at 100% Monday to Friday. Like, you know what I mean? Little yeah. things like that I valued and yeah, it's, it's great, man. Like I just use like that experience of overcoming my fear of that public speaking yeah. in every aspect of my life you know what I mean like if you would have told me when I first started in the industry that I would have two things I would have overcome my fear of public speaking um, and I'd be on a podcast like this <laughs> yeah. I would have been like nah man like that's not me that's something that's almost impossible yeah, me too man like, right. like, this like talking in front of a camera I was always like oh, I'm never that person like I stutter I sometimes I communicate the way that I want to, or think like I can misconstrue things. Like, there's all these reasons why why I could not speak why in not, front of the camera. Yeah. I'm too awkward. Mm. Um, you know, I mumble. Like, there's all yeah. these reasons. Yeah. I was like, I sort of like feel like I need to do this. Yeah. But I was always like, no, nah, just not me. Yeah. Hundred mm. percent. Just fucking start, and now it's like yeah. becoming way more natural. Right. Yeah, that was the, the best thing I ever did was like start my YouTube channel. Yeah. Nice. I, wa I watched myself talking on camera, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, speak up, man. What yeah. are you doing? Stop mumbling. Yeah, I hear you. So I was like, that really fixed me. That's crazy, bro. Like, what reflection can do for you, right? Seeing yourself on mm. camera, hearing yeah. your own voice, you're just like, wow, do I really sound like that? Yeah. Do I look like that? Like, what the? What am I doing with yeah. my hands? Like, why is my head doing that? You know what I mean? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stop interrupting my eyes when you're on your little rants. Okay? <laughs> oh, but. Again, man, like overcoming that, I sort of just took that energy into like everything that I did. Mm. And I was like, cool, this is the situation that's in front of me. These are the cards I've been dealt. Um, you're gonna overcome this. You know, language to me is really important and mm. sort of writing down my goals every day where I'll start with, I have completed X, Y, Z. I have completed my personal development. Is that the end of the day or the start of the day? So I'll start that in the beginning of my day. Yeah. So what what sort of questions do you ask? Um, it's not necessarily questions, I'll sort of just list down three tasks um, that I'll complete that day. 
um, but I always started out with I have completed. Like for today, my three tasks were I have completed uh, my content creation for the week, which is what I did in my training at the gym today. Um, I have jumped on this podcast, added some value to people's lives, hopefully. Um, and the last one was, last one was I have completed uh, 60 minutes of personal development. So I write in the beginning of my day, changing from day to day, week to week. But I don't know if I can change my language around it. I've already sort of overcome. I've already completed it before mm. my days sort of started. Yeah. And that's been a massive hack for me the past two, three years. Yeah. Uh, just slowly refined it and just made it suit me a bit more. Uh, but yeah, language is massive. Yeah. So you write like you have done it at the start of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll write like. And uh, you feel the emotion when you're of like having completed that task. Or 100%, yeah, like I'll, I'll sit there and, and, and just be like, right, this is how I'm going to feel when I've completed X, Y, Z. Just really get into it, manifest it as much as I can, mm. and just go and execute. That's literally manifesting. Yeah, bro, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, uh, Where'd it's you been, learn that from? Um, just something you just sort of did, started doing? I actually learned that from my uncle. Yeah, um, So he started it um, when he started his business at PLC. Um, which was great because I felt that to be a massive hack for me. I was sort of um, here and there in regards to goals, um, but I sort of shifted my mindset and understanding and attitude around it once he sort of introduced this concept of um, language more than anything um, and sort of reflection in the morning and in the evenings about the day you're going to have and the day that you've had had as well. Mm. Um, And that's been massive. it's, it's huge as well in, in a book I read called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Oh, I've heard that's good. Yeah, bro, it's a great book. Is it really long? It's very, uh, pages-wise, not really, but what, what did get me was, I guess his knowing who he was as a Roman emperor of that time, yeah. but also being aware of his faults. Yeah. Um, one of the quotes that I really love about it is um, he says... Uh, what's life going to be like without colorful people being people who judge you, people who make up stories about you, people who, you know, cross you, people who do X, Y, Z. You know, you wouldn't be getting the most out of life if it wasn't for these colorful people adding color to your life. And I remember reading that and yeah. being like, man. You wouldn't be grateful for the people who do have your back. Bro, 100%. Like, what a perspective to have someone written that however many thousands yeah. of years ago it was. Timeless. Bro, crazy. Proper yeah. timeless. So, um, yeah, I'd definitely recommend that book. Yeah, cool. Meditation yeah, I've listened to some of his, like, people talking about him and, like, his philosophies and stuff, but yeah. I heard that book's really good. Yeah, it's gone, man. Yeah. Gone. I've got a bad habit of, like, starting books and then, like, not finishing them. Just, <laughs> yeah, like, getting, true. Getting real excited for the first few chapters and then... Just drifting uh, off? Yeah. Or just, yeah, just the buzz of a new book. Yeah, yeah, that's massive. That was yeah. me with the Jordan Peterson book. Yeah. 12. Little Sawyer. Yeah. I think I got, I think I just started the third chapter and my mind was like, man, this is just a lot of information. I felt <laughs> like I was a lobster. He talks yeah. about lobsters in the in the first chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was me with the Jordan Peterson book. Yeah. Remind me, I've got to pick that one up. <laughs> yeah, nice. Thank you. Grateful for the reminder. Grateful. You're welcome. You're welcome. Grateful. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Jordan Peterson. Small, small group training. Small group training. Yeah. Mm. Love you, it. You're the man. Bro, it's great, man. Like, I think, and I said this to you guys before, having the opportunity of only yeah. having six. I feel like we shouldn't call it small group training because people think of like 
FOE5 or one of those other ones, like they call themselves more group training, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's not the right word for us. Like we need to call it like small group coaching or something mm. like that because it is more PT. More PT, yeah. Right. And it's, look. What do, you, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like we haven't got the right word for it yet for what we're trying to do. I think we're going to find the right word. Yeah. The more we get into it a bit more as well. Like, mm. Yeah, we like the strength camp. People think of like a boot camp. Boot camp. It's not like that. Yeah. It's like a boot camp. You just turn up and just don't. Mm. You know, you could be there or not. No one really care. But with this, it's like actually accountability. Yeah. Programming. Hundred percent, bro. Um, and I think that's been the greatest um, value that people have gotten out of it, yeah. as they've understood the difference that it's not so much like a camp like you're doing burpees and running a lot yeah. it's getting more specific with types of movements that they wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable doing in a gym yeah. either by themselves or with a group yeah. Um, but yeah it's been great bro mm. but doing a bit of brainstorming around some yeah. some ideas which has been pretty good yeah. Still this week need to nowhere near where we need to be with that <laughs> yeah but we'll get slow there. progress but we're getting there we believe in it so really fucking believe in it man like yeah bro it's got everything you know it needs like it's a great to product. kick off 100% yeah. bro like I it's think it's better than anything like I think it's the most value for anything of that kind I've seen bro like the the, the demographic you're gonna start bringing in here is gonna be massive mm. as well as the demographic that's already in here yeah seeing like a different side of the gym yeah it's gonna be massive it's gonna mm. have potential for mm. what, what do you growth. what do you see the potential of it for me I see the potential for this long term as um, having people be more comfortable to do movements outside of the, the training that we do mm. within that class, mm. sort of doing it on their own. I think mm. gaining that confidence and that ability to sort of believe in themselves and back themselves, you know, under a bar with some weights or you know, picking up that bar from the mm. ground. I think that's going to be the biggest thing that I sort of envision the most is having people walk away with that confidence more than anything. Mm. You know? Yeah, a lot of people say that when they're getting started, they're like, I want to join the gym, but like I don't know how to train. How to train? Or, like what to do? What yeah. to do? How do I li- yeah. how do I lift this bar off the ground? Mm. You know what I mean? And how to actually progress? How to progress? Measure your progression. Measure your progression, and that's crazy, bro. With progression, because we can look at progression in a six month timeline, and depending on our goals, we're either going up or down. But if we sort of zoom in, like, and I got this from Tom, my guy, <laughs> like. It's going to be days and weeks where it's like your plateau. You'll do really good with your weight if you're trying to cut, you're cutting your weight, or there's going to be some days and weeks where it's just skyrocketing. But nonetheless, you know, the progression is going to happen over that consistency, right? Mm. Over that time period. Yeah. More than anything. So, mm. shout out to Tom. Mm. The man. <laughs> the man. The man. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. Always coming back to Tom. We'll get it. Always coming back to Tom. It's been a challenge though to crack that code of getting people to know about it. Yeah. We'll get there. Slow and steady, bro. I believe in it. Yeah. It's going to happen organically. Yeah, dude. Manifest it. I have. Da, da, da. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I need well, to do that. It's cool, bro. It's good. It's, it's yeah, definitely leveled up my understanding around goal setting. Uh, more so like thinking about it as outcomes. Um, I sort of think of goals as like, I'm gonna work really hard to get it, which is exactly what it is, but I sort of changed my belief and understanding around an outcome is, the outcome of me doing these daily one percenters is gonna be 
this result, mm. right? And that's just how I've shifted my understanding yeah. because I believe in that. That's yeah. what's going to continue to happen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, you're focusing on the like the consequence. Yeah, bro. Like of, you know, you focus on the value, and the outcome is just the consequence of yeah. the value that you provide. Yeah, bro, hundred percent. That exchange and, uh, that of was something I heard from Cohen Ray, and that mm. really clicked for me. Yeah, it's like. So focus on like the end result of like getting there. So just focus on the how you're gonna get there. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just yeah, you're gonna get there regardless. Yeah, I saw a pretty cool current uh, Ray video the other day. Um, it was about and you've probably seen this as well. The story goes like a a, a daughter was asking her mother um, while she was preparing like a Christmas ham or something, why she cuts off like a specific end of the of the ham yeah um and the mother was like oh like i don't really know oh yeah what. like my mother's like yeah. my mother's always done it yeah so the conversation kept going they ended up getting in touch with like her mother or the yeah. grandmother and the mother was the grandmother was like oh we just i don't know it's just something that's always been done yeah and he sort of made the comment like if you're always just going to do things because mom and dad have always done it you're going to get results that yeah Mom and dad's always gotten, yeah. you know what I mean? You got a bigger fridge or, yeah. and or oven in 2021, man. Like, you yeah. don't have to cut the and end that, of the that story's off. not yours. That started, like, yeah. generations ago. Generations ago. Like, ago. It's generations, like... It's pretty crazy to, like, break a cycle. It's Breaking just been cycle. generations. Yeah. Generations of just, like, this is what our family's done. Same, this same, is who same. we are. This is what we do. Right. We have to work incredibly hard to be successful. We yeah. have to... We're fat. Yeah, we're, just we're always going to be this way. Yeah, we've always been all, like this. Yeah. We've got bad genetics, like whatever it may be. It's like we've always been poor. It's like, it's like, no, that's not true. It's just, mm. it's, it's just, just a, a belief, belief that, bro. It's, yeah, it's a limiting belief. Bro, that's so crazy. Like, um, my, uh, and it's like with that story, there was like they didn't even know why. They, they didn't did even it. know the reason. It was just mum and dad always did it, so yeah. it's like we're always going to continue to do it. Yeah, anyway, uh, go on, bro. Like that like going off that limiting beliefs and sort of just doing what's always been done and believing what's always been done. Um, uh, my, my dad stopped drinking. My, my dad's family were like very like heavy alcoholics. Yeah. Party all the time. Um, and he knew he didn't want to carry on that lifestyle meeting my mother who was a totally different person. Yeah. Um, anyways, he started drinking. One time, he, he he sort of looked into the eyes of my older sister at that time. He sort of just come off a crazy sort of bender, yeah. and he sort of just looked at her and he's like, "Man, I can't keep this up. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing the same process every single week, and it's not gonna get any better for anyone." Mm. So he sort of stopped that cycle. Like yeah, he, he, he broke that chain. Yeah, man, he's yeah. been he hasn't touched the drink and. I'm 26 this year, over you know, over 26 years. Yeah, wow. And that's massive, especially that's for awesome. like our people as Polynesians. Yeah. We love just like culture. Whole, yeah. yeah, it's like a cultural thing. Um, and he so stopped hard, that, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my brothers and I, my siblings and I, like, we don't drink, and that's almost like weird mm. in in our uh, community. Yeah. You know, but you know, I, I sort of take my hat off to my dad. Like, man's went against everything he sort of believed in because he didn't want to continue that same cycle mm. and i looked at that as if he can do that so can i mm. you know what i mean like my grandparents migrated from the islands to new zealand in the 70s where there was social prejudices there was education barriers there were social barriers that they had to overcome language like my grandfather couldn't even write in english so my dad would go with him to the bank and write like a $10 check 
just to give it to the bank teller so they could get money to go pay for dinner. Like you think about that now, like what the heck, everyone knows how to write. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like little things it's like that. It's not that long ago either. It's like. not that long ago, bro. And it's crazy because they overcame that. My parents came from New Zealand to Australia to give obviously us a better life. Like we have no excuse. Me personally, I have no excuse to to slack off. I have no excuse to have like a rest day to sort of take the, the, the foot off the pedal. Like yeah. there's everything readily available to me. I just have to hustle until it's done. Like mm-hmm. I just have to not care about anyone or anything and just go for it. Like to stay outcome focused. And um, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm trying yeah, to do. Like I'm just doing it for my family, man. Like, I love it. We've overcome so many things. Like I honestly believe all the hard work's done. I don't think I have to do any hard work. For them to overcome like all of those barriers, like I can speak English, like I can write, I can have a conversation, I can drive a car. Like they couldn't do any of those things, you know what I mean? You've got the internet. Got the internet bro, (laughs) 5G's coming out, it's probably out, I don't know, but you know what I mean? It's like, just just realize what's been done, what's been sacrificed Mm. for you, and in my case, that's my family. And then just plan and just bro, just hustle till it's like you've got it all. So like helps so to, to put helps to put your problems into perspective. Bro, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You wake up and it's like I'm tired, and you're like, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Are you yeah. really that tired? And, and, <laughs> and no one think talks about that stuff. Uh, and it's just even people who are from a good country like think about what life would have been a hundred years ago. Bro, hundred percent. Hundred fifty years ago. That's like that's like ago. two generations. That's like mm-hmm. your grandparents, parents, whatever. Like yeah. It's not that long ago. It's not that long ago, bro. It's, like, and like the whole evolution of humans, like, what are we, like 200,000 years old? Like, it's nothing. It's nothing, man. And, and it's the like, change is crazy. That like, perspective shift can yeah. do a lot for someone. Yeah. Right? That could put you on a trajectory, a trajectory where it's like, all right, I'm here. This is where I want to be. This is my path. Obviously, it's not going to seem as clear as, a, as I want it to be. That's fine. You just adjust and just go from there. But yeah, that's one thing I sort of placed more of an emphasis on the last couple of years is my family's overcome so much. I have literally no excuse to get it done. No excuse to hustle until I have it. You know what I mean? And just have that attitude every day. Just take it into the training, take it into my business, take it mm. into being genuine with people. Yeah. You know, Also learning along the way that there's so much more to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so much more to grow into more than anything. It's exciting when you think about it that way. Yeah, 100%. You can look at it the other way as well, like super overwhelming. You're like, I don't know anything, what's the point? Yeah. It's like, again, just a choice. Just a choice, man. Just a choice. Your decision will always determine your your destiny. That's something I believe in. Yeah. 100%, you know what I mean? Um, But it's crazy. Perspective. Perspective. They just got Joe Dispenzard. <laughs> Joe Dispenza, it's always coming back to Joe Dispenza. Nah. He, he doesn't he just explains it the best of anyone, I reckon. Mm. Oh, I agree, bro. Like, I, no I one agree. can communicate the way he does. Yeah, it's Yeah, that's a whole other we yeah, need to do another sorry, podcast of that. We'll we need to do another podcast of that. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do that. Uh, yeah, bro. But I'll just say Ryan will have to set it up for me though. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do it, man. Let's lock it yeah. in. Let's lock it in. But um, no, yeah. I, I want to get him on. That's like my biggest dream with this podcast. Dispenser? Yeah. Let's manifest it. Let's write it down, bro. <laughs> manifest it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ten years' time, he'll I'm be sitting you. here. I'm with you, brother. He'll be sitting with us, Ryan. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shut up, bro. Just put it out there, bro. Just shoot it out there. <laughs> um, but nah. 
Yeah. But this has been cool. Yeah, man. Chats yeah. of doom, man. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about the chats, bro. I'm all about yeah. the vibes. Yeah. All about the vibes. The universe brought you here. Bro, 100%. And I'm glad. Mm. Grateful. Yeah. Today's, today's, uh, today's been a good yeah. day. It's funny how these Grateful. things happen. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing you at PLC. And um, you had were aware of Blake from PLC because you, your girlfriend went there. Yeah. And I, I just shout out to Rach. And I just, <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> and I just remembered like, like he'd be like a good like had that thought just not serious at all but like you'd see him like being here running classes. Crazy. But not really. Like, it was just like a, a fleeting thought. And um, same with Tom. I was like Tom will be here one day. Same with Jazz. Like I was like I don't know when or how. That it, I can see them all being here. Yeah, hundred percent. Now we got the dream team, bro. Dream team, <laughs> like, bro, hundred percent. I think the way that that works is something that people need to believe in a bit more. Yeah, they do. It's not like a voodoo, like you guys are weird, but this, man, I believe in that hundred percent, bro. This is the science. So now, if you decide to look for it, mm. like you've got to have the want, want to have an interest in these things, otherwise. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just like, so exciting to like have the evidence to be empowered that way. Yeah, bro. Anyway, we were talking about it already. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's coming back in. It's coming yeah, back in. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude. No, man, this has been sick. Yeah, it's yeah. been really nice. It's been yeah. really nice. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's been good. Spoken about a lot of different stuff. Like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I have no idea where, they, where they're going to go, hey. But <laughs> I feel like that's like the best way to have it. Yeah. Like the organic yeah. side of that sort of podcasting questions and chats mm. more than anything yeah this is awesome I want to jump on another one <laughs> yeah dude, we'll definitely do episode 2 yeah Blake bro, part 2 bro keen I'm friggin I'm keen for a brother yeah. I'm keen sick alright right, man alright thanks for coming on board appreciate it thank you lads strength sanctuary let's do it <laughs> let's go Woo! let's go <laughs>